You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Today, I'm so lucky to be joined by Rich Dotson of the Dynasty Nerds. Welcome to the Huddle, Rich. It's, I'm so glad to have you here. Please tell us a little bit about the Dynasty Nerds and about the recent tool, the uh, Dynasty GM that you just came out with. Yeah, you know, uh, thanks for having me first off, Tony. And yeah, DynastyNerds.com, man. Get to it. You play Dynasty Fantasy Football, there's no better resource for you to become uh, a multiple champion or just year in, year out, have a really good team to compete. And when it's time to blow up, know that to make the exact right moves and that all helps with all the tools we have and all the information we have and the dynasty gm tool is out right now and if, if you haven't even tried it out it's free to try on dynasty.com all you gotta do is go on there and check it out and i guarantee it's going to change the way you play dynasty to me it's 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 your greatest tool out there today and if you're not using it you're not you're doing your dynasty team a disservice and of course you know all our stuff is over there at dynastynerds.com you play dynasty it's, it's, it's got to be your go-to Avenue. You know, when you say go to, I typed in before the show started, I just typed in dynasty fantasy football in my podcast app. Then the first hit was dynasty nerds. So you've the whole thing, the, oh, yeah, yeah. the whole thing <laughs> that you've done is fantastic. And I'm just, I'm so, so glad that you took some time to talk to me about this. Here's what happened. I've got a dynasty league uh, where, and normally on the show, we just talk about football, but I feel like something happened and I, f- I just want to talk about it. So now I got an opportunity to talk to you about it. So I'm going to talk to you about it. Here's what happened. I got dynasty league. That's where you keep all your players every year. Uh, you trade them, you drop them, whatever, but you never redraft them. You only draft the new players coming into the league. Anyway, long story short, I've got a dynasty league that's gone on for only four or five years now. So that's relatively young, but Taysom Hill came into play this year. Right. So in this dynasty league, we do not have super flex. There's only one quarterback and Taysom Hill was claimed and played as a tight end. And, and let's just cut to the chase. The team that played against him was so upset that they quit. And so first of all, what are your thoughts on giving everything that I assume everybody knows that Taysom, why Taysom Hill was allowed there. And in some leagues he was and wasn't rich. What were your thoughts real quick on should Taysom Hill have been allowed to play if the platform allowed it? No, uh, let me guess, that league was on ESPN? Yeah, yeah, this league's on ESPN. I, I tried, right, well, I tried, but they won't change. Yeah, and uh, well, my first thing is don't play Dynasty Leagues on ESPN. Thank you. .com. And, and, and that's one reason why right there. That's It's the only site that did do that and cause that controversy, and that's why they're ridiculous. I would never, ever play a fantasy league on uh, ESPN.com. And it, it is. It sucks when you're a guy, it, it's bogus. Uh, I, I lost a championship way back in the day when it was Marcus Colston's rookie year for the Saints, and he was designated a tight end, and he was a, a wide receiver, and people were playing there at tight end. I lost the championship because of it. But, I mean, Tony, the, the gist of it is that that owner didn't quit because of the Taysom Hill thing. They were probably really upset about it, but if you're going to quit over some of that, you were probably looking to get out of the league anyways. And You know, first honestly, of all, I think it's incredible that you brought up Marcus Colston because like in the group, we were all like, guys, dude, calm down. Marcus Colston had no eligibility not that long ago, guys. Marcus Colston was wrecking things like his name came up in the group chat. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just thought it was incredible that you brought him up. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you stuff like that happens sometimes where players are designated not what you like. And it's not fair um, somebody else not to play that position if you have eligibility on your league. I mean, 
here's the here's the here's the good thing you should have done too before that game started is all all dynasty leagues should be run as a democracy. You have a commissioner, but he should not be the Vladimir Putin, right? Like I'm a commissioner of a ton of leagues, and anytime something comes up and you know, right away, the commissioner's job is to make sure everything's fair. If anybody had concern about Taysom Hill being a tight end eligible, they should, everybody should have immediately said, hey, guys, let's take a vote. Are we allowed, are we going to allow Taysom Hill to be played at tight end, right? And you take a vote. If seven people vote yes or no, then it passes. And nobody can complain about it because the whole league voted that way. There's tons of leagues. Like, I'm in a league that's 17 years old. Every year, I bring up the vote away kickers and defenses one at a time. And every year it's gotten a little bit closer, but every year it does not pass. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it, but the league has spoken. And that's what's a good dynasty league, right? It's a good league in all is where it's open communication and everybody gets that has a say, right? Everybody has something to vote on. And again, when you see owners like that, honestly, that quit over Taysom Hill leaving, they probably want to get out of the league anyways. And honestly, it's good riddance because the worst thing you can have in a dynasty league is you know, somebody that does not want to be in the league, that's not either, then they're not going to pay, they're not going to center uh, lineups right, or they're not going to be as involved. And all that does is just bring down the league. And dynasty leagues are based on continuity, and you want to have it to run a long time. That's the funnest part about dynasty leagues. So I've had it, my 17 year old league. We've had people come and we've had people go. Uh, for the most part, the course is the same, but at the same time, you just, you move on, man. That's it. If a person wants to leave, yeah, it sucks, but it's the end of the year and you got nine months. And it's never, ever been easier to fill a league spot in the history of mankind than it is today. I mean, we have Twitter now and you can get out there and we have yeah. DynastyNerds.com and right. we'll you get out there and be like, hey man, I'm looking to fill this one spot. Yeah, there's classifieds. There's classifieds on DynastyNerds.com. There's classifieds there. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just you have access to fill it. You know what I mean? I mean, I would just say it's all for the best. It really is that that person left. And it's silly that um, they left over Taysom Hill. And I can, I can, listen, I understand why they're upset. In the playoffs, you lose. Somebody's playing a quarterback at the tight end position. He doesn't play at tight end. But, you know, Taysom Hill does line up sometimes when Drew Brees was there at receiver or when they can classify as tight end. So he would play a couple snaps there. It'd be the same thing if you had, you know, like Percy Harvin. And Percy Harvin's playing running back and receiver. He's listed as a running back wide receiver. If a player plays multiple positions, they should have the option to be labeled that because it's not fair to the player too. If he is playing tight end half the game and quarterback half the game, well, guess what? That's just a bonus. So if you're going to get upset about it, then, you know, bring it to the league, put it to a vote and and, and be done with it. And if somebody quits, then yeah, it sucks. Cause now you got to go through the, the, the problem of trying to fill in the league and bet a person and make sure they're good for the league. And definitely if it's a home league with people, you know, and then you try to bring in somebody you don't know, it could cause some more, uproar but i would recommend like this is a home league with people you know hey does anybody know somebody that, you know we know would want to get in for the spot then that's where you start if not you wait online and if they don't want anybody to come in off of somebody they don't know then you say okay guys let's do this Let, let's hold off his team and let's all the, his team will be an empty team for a year until we can fill it and it's just one less buy up and dude, at the same time, like this was, this was, when was this recently or when? Well, yeah. I mean, it was the week that Taysom Hill started for the Saints, the week after Drew Brees oh. got hurt. So the first week, I'll say, because it was this week, Taysom Hill didn't have a good week. So what are you even crying about? Well, yeah, okay. right. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. But you know yeah. what? And to be honest, that week, there were several tight ends that scored higher than Taysom Hill did. But that's beside the point. That's not the point. Allowed or not. Yeah, that's like, stuff, I mean, just have to look at stuff happens. I mean, when Marvin Jones goes off and scores four touchdowns last year in a game, do you, you cry about it because it's unfair? 
You know, when Nick Chubb is running down the sideline and he runs out at the one, do you cry to your commissioner going, oh, dude, he just went out of bounds because uh, he, he won the Browns to win. He was clearly going to get a touchdown. Give me six points. No, dude, that's not how it works, okay? The points are the points. It, it just is what it is, you know? Okay, so let's fast forward all the way because I think we're on the same page. Now, here's the catch. They didn't exactly quit. They said they quit, but they didn't exactly quit. Like, I pulled the plug. And I want to be clear about yeah. that. So I had a confirmation from both of them that they were, there was a two owner league, a two owner team. I had a text from one in the group chat and the other one privately that they were done. They were not going to do it anymore. And then it, they went on further in the group chat talking about dumping players and, and it just jeopardized the league. So I pulled the plug. I said, no more, you're done. And there's some backstory. They, they threatened multiple times. We talked about that before, but Ultimately, I, I want it to be clear that it's not like they just walked away and said they're not going to manage it anymore. I pulled the plug on them. So now I've got a few questions. First of all, when is it okay to pull the plug on a team? Because that's ultimately what happened. And they were pretty upset. They wanted to keep running the team despite their threats to dump their roster. So that's the first question. First question answers again, I go back to the same thing. When, when you have a dynasty league that's more than a year old, the best thing to do is run the democracy is you go, Hey guys, uh, Joe and Jay over here have threatened to quit the league multiple times. They're threatening players. Do we just pull the plug now and get rid of them? Let's put it to a vote. You know, and that's happened in the league I've been in too. And the player knew we were voting to had a vote to boot him out and it didn't pass. It almost passed. Wow. He was upset about it. Wow. He was upset about it and he was real upset about it, but it passed. He gave us stayed in and we're like, dude, like, this is not us being trying to be, be a dick, but this is why we're it's put to a vote. Like, it's not like we don't want to. Like, it's put to a vote for this reason. This 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 guy was just making really bad trades, and then he had, he had, he had an empty roster spot, and there's clear guys to pick up. And he wasn't even picking guys up, but he'd make, he'd make these really bad trades. He'd never want to come to the draft, so we would just trade away his picks all the time and make these really bad trades. And we're like, you know, this dude's just not good for the league. Let's put it to a vote. And he wasn't happy about it. In the past, he stayed in. And we're like, listen, we just feel like, you know, we're just trying to protect the league, man. We're just trying to protect the league, the integrity of the league. This league is X amount of years old. At the time we put it to a vote, was 14 years old at the time, maybe around there. You know, so we're just trying to protect the league. It's like, I mean, we're all adults here. There's, there doesn't need to be, uh, you know, back channels or talking behind somebody's back. It's like, you know, let's just, just man up and say, listen, man, like this is, I love this league. We all love this league. You seem like you don't love this league. And, we want this league to last forever. So if you feel like you don't want to be a part of it or you're not going to participate in a proper manner, like we're just going to move on and find somebody else, man. It ain't going to be a problem. Like your team's a playoff team uh, potentially or whatever. Like we have, like I'll have no time filling your spot, but like either you're all in or you're not like, it's that simple. And you just tell them. And it's like, and then I said, then you talk to the league, like, Hey, this is why I'm putting this to a vote. And then if 11 other people say, no, maybe stay in the league, then it just ends. And if the guy wants to be mad at you, let him be mad at you. You know, tell him you have enough friends. Dude, you just, again, you just unpacked things like you're seeing into the future. I'm going to, I'm going to play the sound. I'm going to play the sound. Listen, every time I have something I want to say, you reach down and grab those beautiful crystal balls of yours and look into the future at it because I was just about to say that this team is a good team. Like they're a really, really good team in the draft. They had the second pick in this year's draft, which was, I know certainly uh, would have been Jonathan Taylor. They, they gave the, the second pick for ultimately JK Dobbins, CD lamb and Zach Moss, which I thought was a great move. They have all, they have all of their rookie picks for 2021 with Justin Herbert. I'm sorry. Yes, Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans all sitting there ready. Like, this is a good team. This is a team that, like, 
that people want to have. And like you said before, it's really easy to fill these leagues. And, and what I found in the past, like you had said, there have been other, other owners in this dynasty league that it didn't work out. There'd been two others where we had to part ways. It was peaceful. It was smooth. It was, it was just very, very easy. This one was different. How do you vet owners? First of all, okay, two questions. Do you leave the team empty? I think you would based on comments you made earlier. Do you just, I left the team empty and I'm setting the lineup based off of uh, a third party start sit assistant. That's, that's kind of the way that we all agreed that we wanted to run that empty team because we thought it was a good team and we want to fill it with a competitive owner. So first of all, how do you manage an empty roster and what do you do to vet a good team? A good owner. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, hey, I got this team available. You're the person that you feel interested. And I mean, the best way is like you're looking for commitment. So you go, hey, man, you're a new owner. Uh, I need you, we need two years up because we just can't have somebody come in and be one and done. So this is the buy in. Uh, we need two years of entry fees. It shouldn't be a problem if you're going to be in every year, anyways, but like we're looking for commitment in long term. Uh, so that's, that's good because then, I mean, yeah, somebody's not, obviously everybody's financials are different, but. You know, if you can't afford to pay that league entry two years in a, in a row, you probably shouldn't be spending that money on uh, fancy football. Anyways, is the way I look at it. It's my yeah. own personal opinion. That's a good point. But um, and just and just tell them they're like, hey, and then just ask them like, hey, why do you want to be in this league? You know, so you might get somebody say, hey, man, I've never played Dynasty. I've heard a lot about it. I'm really intrigued. Um, seems like it's really fun. You guys seem like a good group, and you know, I like this team. I like the way this team looks. Like they they should be excited about the team they get, whether it's good or bad. Or like, hey. You know, I have a lot of, I could, I could trade these players, get a lot of draft picks, blow them up. I get this player, you know what I mean? It's like, they should be excited about the, they should be excited about the team and excited about the league itself and just playing the game of dynasty. And it shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to coerce them into the league. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. It's different. It was different for me for the last six years since, you know, owning dynasty nerds. Like I put a single tweet out there and Hey, I need somebody in the league and I get, a hundred yeah. responses. Yeah, no hey, I'll shit. be in that league. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, I haven't had that problem in a long time. Um, but like I said, that, that's for anybody. I mean, you can say, Hey Rich, I need to fill this league. Can you shoot me a retweet? And I do that for people sometimes too. And I retweet it and I get like the same thing, 25 people. Hey man, can I see the roster? Oh well, yeah. I'll take that team for sure. Because again, if you're following people, you know, somebody in dynasty, like you follow me and you're going to be like, you're going to be a dynasty centric person and you're going to want to play because you love the game so much. And, Never before have so many people been in so many leagues. Like I'm in 18 leagues. It's ridiculous. And there's people in more <laughs> leagues than me. So I think when you find a, a vet owner, it's just like, Hey man, like, why do you want to join the league? Are you okay with paying two years in advance? And, um, you know, what do you like this team? Okay. Last part yeah. on that is how do you select the vetted owner? Is it a league vote or is it a commissioner? It's usually a commissioner. Cause what's the league going to vote? Like they don't know. They've been vetted. Like is it, I was, just thinking, know I, don't know. Per, you know, I was just thinking it wouldn't it be fun to like vet multiple and then submit them to the league and then the league decide, but is that too complicated? Am I overthinking that? No, Cause then they could get more, you know, then you can open more doors for argument. Like, Oh, I want a man. Then there's animosity to that person for somebody who voted no towards okay. them already out the okay. gate. So you're just like, you're like, Hey guys, I'll fill this spot. That's like as a commissioner, do like, I'm gonna find somebody to fill a spot. Don't worry. I'm a vet. I'll make sure he's a good fit. And then, they should trust you as the commissioner. Okay. And then somebody yeah. might chime in like, Hey dude, Hey dude, my cousin's been trying to get in the league. Can I get him in? For sure, dude. Like it's always better if you know people in the league. Again, if it's a home league, which I think is what you said this was, then it's always better to try and fill with somebody that, you know, it's yeah. always better yeah. that way. Um, or somebody that somebody else knows because then over time, the people in that league will get to know that guy too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's, 
Yeah. There's tons of leagues I'm in with people that I, 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 I've never even met. That I would consider friends now just because if we talk on, you know, social apps like group me, yeah, uh, and yeah. we, we talk, you know, like dynasty 365. So th- there's no off season. There's always, there's always talk. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it, it, it shouldn't be a big deal. Honestly, I think when somebody quits a league, it shouldn't even be a big deal. You know I mean? I feel like spending this much time on it. It's just, I, I, I think it's good for the listeners to see how it what ha- the, the go through when this happens to people, when people leave, like the biggest thing is, man, just don't, don't worry about it. Like you'll be able to fill the spot. The easiest thing to do if you can't find somebody local is again, get on Twitter, find somebody who has a lot of followers. Hey, do you mind retweeting this? I, I'm looking to fill this spot. You know, I have what, 18,000 followers I get to retweet it to. I'm at Dynasty Rich on Twitter. I'm more than happy to re- give it a retweet. You know, Dynasty Nerd sometimes will retweet that stuff. They have 25,000 followers. Um, so it just move on. Again, it's for the best. That's all you got to remember is it's just for the best. It only gets real bad when you have like three people that lead the league abruptly. Then that's where the leagues can start to you know, just fold all together. And it's not what you want. Definitely when, you know, you've been playing for a while and you've been rebuilding and you're just now, you've, you've committed all your money for three years to a crappy team and now you're ready to compete in the league folds. And you're like, what the heck, what the heck yeah. is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, yeah, luckily yeah. that's not been the case. Well, I mean, I've got like a billion more questions. I know you're short on time. I really, really appreciate it, Rich. Thank you so much for joining the huddle. Is there anything else do we, that we need to know about the nerds or that we need to be doing? Well, no, I mean, just check it out. Check it out, Dice Nerds Podcast. It's the number one Dice Podcast out there. And then, uh, yeah, Tony, we'll do it again, man. We'll do it where we don't have to talk about people quitting the league. We'll, we'll talk actual Dynasty fantasy football. Yeah, Whenever, I love uh, it. I love you it. Want. You, know, as, uh, you know, maybe in a couple months as the rookie season kick, kicks off, we'll, we'll talk some rookies here and give some of your listeners uh, some really good insight awesome. on what what rookies they should be tackling this rookie draft because that's, that's the most important thing to know when it comes to Dynasty fantasy football is who can you grab and have on your team forever. But, Again, if, you, if you're listening, oh, wait, 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 wait. Speaking of have on your team forever, what are you going to do about Drew Brees? Uh, I'm going to keep him on my team forever. Okay, but then, years, but, <laughs> but then what are you going to do? Well, like, like, do you have a backup plan? I, we've all, I, if you listen to the Dynasty Nerds podcast, you know that Rich drafted Drew Brees and kept Drew Brees his entire career. And I want to know, like, do you have a plan? What's going to happen? Is it Taysom Hill? Yeah, I, 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 have, uh, I have Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Okay. Who's my starter now? Who I've been starting all year? I got Daniel Jones, and I will probably have to trade for a quarterback. I have no draft picks. Um, well, I have no draft picks coming into this, but I do have a twenty-two first. So I might look to. I think my goal might be since I think my twenty-two first. I might be willing to gamble because the team's so good in that league, and I want to see where like Justin Fields falls, or maybe Trevor Lawrence falls, and. I might make a move for one of those guys. It's the only spot I might need. And I'll, I'll figure it out. I mean, in a one QB league, quarterback's the easiest player to trade for. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, I could find old, like, if I, in this league, if I didn't have Ryan Tannehill, I could trade for Ryan Tannehill. If I give, there's a player I would have, I could trade for Ryan Tannehill or a draft pick. So I'm honestly, I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I, I, it's just a blessing to have Drew Brees on my team for 17 years. I had Reggie Wayne on his team for most of his entire career. I had LaDainian Tomlinson almost his entire career on my roster. Um, it's what, it, what's, it's what's the funnest thing about having dynasty leagues that last a long time, right? Like yeah. you can draft a guy and you can ride them out their entire career. And it's just a really cool feeling to have. The only one success, success, you know, like, Hey, I like this player. I always believed him. I drafted him. He went on to have a hell of a career and now he's gone. And he's retired, but like he never played for anybody else ever. 
but my team. You know, that's, it's, yeah, yeah, it will yeah. make dynasty fun. Oh, definitely. Anyway, thank you. Go, go enjoy your evening. I appreciate you spending time with us. Uh, thank sure. you so much, Rich. We'll for talk sure, soon. Guy. Yep. Thanks a bunch, yeah, man. So we'll do it again. Thanks for having me. Yep. Bye. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three.